0: What's up, guys? It's the 10th wonder of the world, Jake Smith.
1: Yabba dabba booyah! My name's Joey Mayberry. And you are listening to the Golden Era Podcast.
0: Now, the the viewers can't see you, Joey, but I'm really feeling this yellow uh, tank top
1: you have on right now. It's like... It's almost like a tiger print. I don't know what's happening, but I love it. It's like yellow and it's tiger print, and I feel like Bam Bam, big old Ho. Like it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's
0: absolutely amazing. Um, how are you doing this week, Joey?
1: I'm doing pretty magical. I just got followed by the um drummer from Breaking Benjamin on Shut Instagram. Shut up! Oh my whoa
0: that's actually do you know you know they're like from like kind of well not really the philadelphia area but more like the scranton area which is like a little bit north of us but like yeah that's one of them actually works in pharmaceuticals now and my husband had a meeting with him once
2: (laughs) that's insane
0: (laughs) but that's nuts that's awesome were you like tweeting about breaking benjamin
1: no, I made a TikTok where I talked about how bands are old now. And I was like, what about 30-year-old bands like Breaking Benjamin? And apparently he thought it was hilarious and reposted my TikTok.
0: Uh, Breaking Benjamin is also one of – they were never released by WWE, but they're one of my, like, straight bands, too. <laughs> like my. Oh, they were
1: released um, on some WWE stuff. They were video game music.
0: Oh, you know what? I think you're right. I think that's where I heard about them now that I think about it.
1: Like, Day of Reckoning, me going to pick one of the four women that were in that game, listening to
0: Firefly. That, yes, that's a song I knew. My favorite one was, because um, I saw a really great music video to it, like, back in, like, 2006. Um, that Follow song. I'll
2: follow you if you follow me.
1: I don't know that one, but you your don't Breaking know follow? Benjamin voice is so much better than mine. So,
0: like, <laughs> so much better. It's so I'm gonna look for it and I'm gonna post it, but it had like they've highlighted like four feuds, like Victoria and Trish, and like Christy and Trish and Mickey and Trish. Okay, basically any Trish Stratus feud was what this video was, but it was so good.
1: I need to find it. I love that video.
0: Um, wow. yeah, Breaking Benjamin guys. Oh, that's amazing. I'm actually very jealous. I love that. I know. I'm gonna <laughs>
1: write that down in my diary of Jane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Amazing, amazing. Um well, if you guys are listening to the show, this is not a Breaking Benjamin podcast, but it is the Golden Era podcast, where Joey and I talk about the WWE Women's Division from 2001 on. Trish, Lita, Jazz, Victoria, Molly, all of your faves in one place. Um, but this week, we're not talking about all of them. <laughs> so-
1: no, we're not. We were very limited on the women that we got this yeah, week. Yeah,
0: it was like the Stephanie show this week. So a lot of Stephanie segments. Um mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna get into it. Um, you know, this we're starting these off with RAW on January twenty eighth, two thousand two. Um, apparently, Triple H has been booked into a match against Booker T. I know men's wrestling confusing, but it ties in. Don't worry.
1: I mean, um, I can dig it, sucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember his like his song on WWE originals? Like, can you dig it? <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: unfortunately i do but no wwe originals what a timeless classic
0: we're gonna have to do on another week when there's less women stuff this actually would have been good filler this week we should have do like a review of some of the songs I just
1: want you.
0: <laughs> it's a bop if you haven't heard i don't know if all the songs are on like streaming services i haven't looked it up i only really only have stacy's so <laughs> on phone, but uh i'm sure they're there
1: they're not they're not on spotify at least i know that oh that's disappointing i'm you know i wish there were, were
0: more women's like stephanie could have one i'm in charge <clears throat>
1: <laughs> more backstage passes <laughs> i need them
0: all <laughs> <laughs> well this week stephanie doesn't look like she's got a backstage pass on but she is confronting rick flair um who i never really noticed the contrast in the eyebrows to the hair but <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> till this moment um also- but he's in the back
1: Rick Flair in this era, he is an interesting like looking person cuz he's the only person I've ever seen that has kind of a triangle head. Oh my god. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. Oh my
0: god. Well, I I shared how I don't I strangely thought Rick Flair was somewhat attractive at this time period. I don't know why. Um I think it was my like date an older man with money phase so i don't
1: know like (laughs) where's the sugar daddy
0: (laughs) so stephanie comes in she's like please don't get up for me what
2: oh don't get up for me rick
0: um and she's getting pissed at rick because she believes he booked triple h versus booker t for this evening. Now, first of all, she shouldn't be that mad. There's only so many people Triple H can face that are healed in like the main event division. So, yeah, because Triple
1: H is over at this point. That crowd,
0: way over with his short Lord Farquaad Bob. Everyone is like feeling Triple H at the moment.
1: He so, hoofed and he poofed and he hit <laughs> <came into> a pedigree.
0: <laughs> so, it was such a weird length of hair <laughs> at this time. Right. Period. I was like, it's like not long enough. I, I didn't hate it. It was just so like, I was like, hmm.
1: <laughs> it was very like, um, my mom cut my hair kind of hair.
0: Yes. Yeah. It was, it was, it was strange. Like I especially noticed it in his later segment this evening, and I was like, oh yeah. But anyway,
1: <laughs> time to go to the salon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so Stephanie is like mad at Rick and she's like you know like why did you do this like this is so evil blah 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 and Rick's like hey you know what I did not book this match it was your father Vince McMahon which Stephanie's kind of surprised she's like you know he couldn't be that vindictive oh but he can yeah
2: he couldn't be that vindictive Because of the the name Hunter called him on on SmackDown? Yeah,
1: maybe. Doesn't matter! It's Vince McMahon. Come on. The man was the higher power. (laughs) Exactly. The man who has the kiss my ass club is not vindictive. (laughs) Excuse me.
0: (laughs) So Vince is, you know, the mastermind behind this. Um, I guess this is his retribution because on SmackDown last week, you can go back to hear our episode, but um, Triple H was saying some mean old things about Vince McMahon, and I guess Vince heard it, and he called his secretary, and he's like, book the match. Stephanie is pissed, but you know what? It is what it is, And but she, she's got an interesting way of going about this, which leads us into our next segment, where Triple H is getting ready for his match, and first of all, it very much bothered me that his shirt and tights had the same logo on it at the same time. Like
1: That's consistency.
0: I get it. But like, it was just like, I would have paired a different top with the shorts at the moment. Like, I'm like, it wasn't that good of a shirt to buy.
1: Like (laughs) It it wasn't. But do you know the highlight of this segment? I'm not even going to lie. It's the way that Stephanie says, asshole.
0: You know, maybe you should have thought twice before you called him an asshole last week on SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I forgot they got away with language like that at this time period.
1: I mean, if you, you, you can say ass, you can say asshole. As- like. I,
0: I think in the script it was written as two separate words, not one. That was their way around it.
1: Asshole. like. So- <laughs> I mean, if you can talk about the ass, you can talk about the hole. It's like saying I can talk mm-hmm. about the boob, but not the nipple.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Stephanie.
1: Free the butthole. She drops an <laughs> asshole
0: in this segment. And she also <laughs> is wondering where Triple H's wedding ring is, which is confusing. I guess Triple H says he always takes it off to wrestle. What you'd think Stephanie would notice in almost three years of marriages. Pam, <laughs> hey, um, where's your wedding band?
1: I take it off. I get a wrestle. Oh. But she got a little accusatory on that mm. little wedding
0: thing. I don't know what she thought was going to happen with Booker T, but... <laughs> 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 so, find out on SeanCody.com.
1: Um, so, Are they really Sean... Co- That's not even a good word. <laughs> I don't know. Are they, they're probably more... I mean, I
0: guess men.com. That'd probably be, like, some sort of aggressive storyline. Yeah, like,
1: men.com.
0: Manila Luzon plays Stephanie McMahon. You ever, like, some of the storylines on that website are so funny. Like, the elevator's broken. Let me fix it, but also accidentally get railed. <laughs> like, what?
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> There's cameras. Like, um...
1: Let them look. <laughs>
0: So, Stephanie, um, you know, she basically tries to tell Triple H, you know, the reason you have this match is because you called my dad an asshole, and, you know, this is his way of punishing you, which, like, Triple H really doesn't give a shit. (laughs) Like,
1: No, he really doesn't. He's he's like, like, (laughs) it doesn't matter. I mean, it's to be honest, it's just a wrestling match. It's not like when it was, oh, it's a punishment, Molly Holly, you have to fight The Undertaker where it's drastically a
0: match. Yeah, like, I'm I'm like, it's, it's Booker T. Like, I'm like, I mean, I don't pay attention that much, but I'm pretty sure like Triple H or Stone Cold or someone like quickly eliminated him at the Rumble. I don't know. But like, um... Booker T doesn't even have a figurine at this point. It's not that big of a deal. So, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> so, um, Triple H is like, whatever. It is what it is. It's not a crisis. It
1: doesn't matter about the
0: clothes I wear. <laughs> <laughs> or
1: fighting <laughs> so fighting Booker T.
0: So, Triple H is not phased. And I don't know, Stephanie was just like clearly just trying to get under his skin here, which was shady and almost vindictive like it runs in the family
1: Uh, i mean i would guess so but stephanie mcmahon again doing something shady never i don't see that in her it's just not it's not her
0: path no so all right so later on in the evening we are getting six person intergender tag team action which i love me an intergender
1: match so i'm excited about this I'm excited about it, but as soon as we dive into it and talk, I gotta describe how uncomfortable this match made me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay.
0: All right. Well, Trish Stratus is teaming with the APA against Jazz and Billy and Chuck, which is kind of an odd pairing, just because Jazz is such a badass and Billy and
1: Chuck are like essentially a comedy gimmick at the moment. They're a comedy gimmick, but they also did some rather vicious things in this tag team match. So mm-hmm. I was just kind of like. Okay, um, I thought you were supposed to be hokey and funny, but this that one, hokey and funny. Mm-hmm. So um, we get Trish. Trish is wearing
0: um, an all silver number in this matchup as well, just
1: to know. She looked gorgeous. It accentuated Celebrity. the women's championship so well when she walked Such, in.
0: So nice. I was like, this pairing is gorgeous. <laughs> um, and Jazz is wearing her Royal Rumble, uh, like glittery tiger print thing again, um, also gorgeous. Um, now, it was interesting, because this is, like, I feel like, the first time we actually saw Jazz and Trish start the match, like, not someone going after the other one, like, right away. Like, they, like, locked up to begin this.
1: Yeah, like, Trish was ready for it, too. Like, she talked to Bradshaw and Farouk. She's like, let me do it. I got <laughs> it.
0: Let's stand back. Wait on the rope. This is my time. Um, oh my so, God. <laughs> so um you know and we see some like solid wrestling from jazz and trish um at the beginning of this for sure yeah, um it
1: was just such a quiet crowd for that they got real disappointing quiet.
0: i don't know what it was i don't know what was on before this but it, it's disappointing that especially since like jazz and trish have been like delivering what city they there I, mean? I don't know i gotta look it up but like um they have been giving us like some solid matches week after week. And especially this being the only women's action of the show, mm-hmm. uh, it's so disappointing to see them being so quiet for the girls. Um a jazz looks like dominate and Trish was even getting in a few good moves of her own in this beginning of this.
1: She was, and they didn't even pop for the bitch clamp, which I thought was
0: a real Shocked. shocker. I like I mean, like regardless, like if you're a women's wrestling fan, awesome move. If you're a pervert, Good for you. Like, but like, it like usually that gets like a reaction. So, like, I mean, this was like the second or third time she had really pulled it out. Right. So it, it wasn't necessarily as established yet. But at the same time, though, I think this for me, this was like the first time Trish really sold it really well. Cause the first time, Jazz just last week, Jazz just kind of like dropped her. But this time, Trish like threw down to the mat, like when Jazz let her go. And I was like, <gasps> oh.
1: She ate it, and then I got really confused next because it did Jazz tag out. Um, no, not really. So what
0: happened was, um, Jazz like Chuck kind of came in and like just kind of took Jazz's place because I guess um Farouk I think it was Farouk or Bradshaw I'm not really sure um tagged in from Trish so like I guess Jazz
1: just like left, which is disappointing. I really wanted to see Jazz face the guys. I really wanted to see that, but it just kind of got like. Was this lucha rules or what's going on? Because they just traded out, and then next thing you know, Billy was in, and no one tagged each other. I was really confused, and it wasn't like the referee was distracted, it just kind of was like tag tag or just in. I don't know, maybe the referee was confused because, like, maybe the referee's like, I don't know, all gays look the same, I can't tell, like, you know, (laughs) but I will say one thing. Jazz does not look like Chuck Palumbo. <laughs> she just doesn't. If you
0: have a severe eye disability, she does. <laughs> like,
1: yes, you would literally... I see
0: shapes! Blind. All I see are shapes!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you not see colors?
0: <laughs> no! I'm colorblind as well! <laughs>
1: like, uh, I'm this, so sorry.
0: <laughs> they clearly were not in Jacqueline's referee class. So, like... Because they would not have passed. But, no. um...
1: They would have failed. Jackie would have um, pushed him back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we get some men's wrestling for a bit, and then eventually it comes down to Trish and Chuck being in the ring at the same time, and Trish doesn't back down despite the fact Chuck is a much larger person than her.
1: Much larger. I didn't realize how big he really was.
0: Wow! I know. I was like, <gasps> "You are a tall man."
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: um, and Trish gets him into the corner. And uh, Chuck get, gets her into a powerbomb position, and
1: J- slams her down. Slams
0: her down. A pretty aggressive powerbomb. Um, and he just like he pins her ever so lightly. Like
1: <laughs> this is what got me uncomfortable. This, it wasn't the fact, because intergender wrestling is cool. I love the fact that he powerbombed Trish. Mm-hmm. What was irritating to me was that he's supposed to be the flamboyant gay man. So he was like, ew, I have to touch Trish Stratus.
0: Like he that. was, He was very grossed out by the fact his face was in her crotch region, it felt like to me. I just... You... It was uh, weird. It was, it was, I mean, and this is like, this goes back to like the problems I had with the Billy and Chuck storyline as well, where like it got to a point where like, it's like they were portraying them to be not necessarily gay, but like almost like a homophobic stereotype.
1: Yeah. Um, where it's like, I, I don't know a single gay man that literally thinks, ew, vagina, had to touch a woman, gross. Like, Right. Uh, I
0: mean, I also would not put myself in that situation, but like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's it's very weird. Like, well, it's th- th- keep in mind, like these are definitely storylines written by straight and or closeted men. Yeah. So, um, of course, they're going to play it up. Like, oh, gay don't want to be near the pool.
1: Like, <laughs> gay don't want to be near the pool is going up on our exclusive golden era shirt store. <laughs> Because I need that shirt. I would love it on this yellow tank top print that I got going on. It's happening. Coming soon in a
0: crop as well.
1: (laughs) Complete Um, with accents.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, but it was just like, it's clearly like written by like people who don't understand gay culture or don't understand gay men. Um, And it's just, it's hard to watch this kind of stuff though now too, because I don't think they would dare try something like this today. Hopefully not. Um, Watch Mm -hmm. them have, like, Jake Atlas, like, run away from Scarlet Screaming next week. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God, I saw her changing. So, like. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's just, it's tough to watch. And it it almost makes me a little sad that, like, the women's division storyline had to be progressed like that.
1: I mean, was this a progression? No, this, it was honestly, just... It, felt forgettable. For
0: me, it was... I think this was an opportunity for Jazz and Trish to work together to perfect their craft. Because basically, every match Trish was having at this point was against Jazz.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, every match Jazz was having was with Trish. Which was good, though, because I think it really was helping Trish improve as a worker. That's why they wanted her to work with Jazz, and it makes sense. And I, it definitely paid off. So I'm thankful in that aspect that that happened. Um and I like I did like the intergender portions of it, but yeah, I agree. I think the ending was left a lot to be desired. Like he was just like he was like rubbing himself like, Ugh! so like it, cooties
1: was yeah what it was like, and I was like this is gross.
0: It just it's just like so different. Because like a few weeks ago we talked about like you know like the the gay guy letting Stephanie into the building and like Billy and and, my, and like that was hilarious. Like right. like it wasn't like. It wasn't, like, super offensive. It wasn't, like, okay, like, a weird, weird stereotype. Like, this was, like, just, like, what? Like, this was so tone deaf. Like, and I think this is, like, one of the reasons, for me anyway, I'm very thankful things like um, Total Divas and, like, women's wrestling have diversified the audience and I feel like brought more gay people into the fold. Right. Um, Because, you know, growing up, I definitely – feel like being a wrestling fan almost kind of made me feel more insecure with my sexuality at
1: times. Well, it made me feel um, just like insecure with my sexuality, but also kind of confused on what like gender norms were. Absolutely. Because I still have a very vivid memory of my dad asking me like, why are you so involved with like what the women do? Or why do you care so much about what women do? And I was like, is that not an okay thing to do? Like it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very happy to see that wrestling's grown a lot, especially for embracing, like, you know, gay culture.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, so definitely happy we're at where we are now. And things like this are left in the past only to be dug up by us on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
1: never speak of it again.
0: (laughs) But on the plus side, Trish and Jazz did some great work in this matchup. Um, and I'm looking forward to more contests with the two of them um, and seeing their storyline continue I wish Jazz would have beat the shit out of Trish after this match I like. really
1: do yeah or just do like a stomp down or something yeah but, something like you know, she just walked know, up to Chuck and Billy and was like
0: good job was like you touch a girl <laughs> so. you know how to
1: touch a lady Chuck <laughs> So it would have
0: been great if she like slapped them both and <laughs> <It> was like <sighs> anyway. So later on in the evening, we get um Triple H and his hair against Booker T. <laughs> it's a
1: handicap, man.
0: <laughs> um somehow Christian has gotten involved in this match. I forgot Booker T and Christian were like, I guess, a team of some kind. Were they? I don't know why Christian was there. <laughs> I don't either. To be honest, like, I only, like, had the clip of, like, when Stephanie gets involved. So I don't know how Christian got there. I think Booker T and Test were a team at this time, sort of. They were tag team champions. Like, Yeah, briefly. I remember that. I don't know yeah. where
1: Christian came from.
0: I know but- Test teamed with Christian for, like, a minute, too. Like, at Vengeance, they teamed against um, Scotty and Hip Hop Hippo. So, but I don't. I don't know how Christian came into the fold because I thought he was feuding with like DDP and his like self help crap. Or I don't,
1: I don't no. know. No idea. I don't know. Bang. So anyway, so <laughs> he's there, and he's at last there. he's on his own. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Stephanie runs down to stop Christian from interfering in this matchup because she's also confused at why he, he's out there. So she's like, she's like, you're in the
1: wrong segment. Like. So. <laughs> Please let that have been the actual reason.
0: (laughs) You're ruining production. (laughs) Did you read the script? (laughs) So she gets on the apron, um, and she slaps Christian. Um, I love this shot of her too. Like just like the look she gives him, and like great slap. Um. And he he falls he falls um, from the impact. Um, And Triple H, um, he uh, you know is like what
1: Christian grabbed her by the hair.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, he grabbed her by the hair too. Uh, What is with the hair problem? I don't know. Like. Maybe he got confused. Maybe he was reaching for Triple H's hair and was trying to cut it. No, because um, he drew back. He was like, I'm going to punch her. Like, real, real slow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, aggressive. So, he's like, I won't H- be in whatever H- segment H- I want. H- <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Christian gets knocked down, um, and then uh, oh yeah, Triple H knocks him down. I think yeah. yeah. So then then he's like all like pissy with Stephanie, like "What are you doing out here?" I said, "Stay home." Um, you know, look for my wedding ring. I don't know where I put it. Um, and <laughs> Booker T hits him from behind, and Stephanie falls. And the, I love the way she falls though. <laughs> like she like. <laughs> I don't know exactly what it was. It's, it's like, like how your action figures would fall. Like, like, cause they can't like do like, like just fall straight back with their legs in the air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is what a hundred percent how it is. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> like prenatal yoga falling. Like. Yes. <laughs>
0: Lamas. Lamas. <laughs> so, Stephanie takes a tumble and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why are <we> laughing so <laughs> hard? Are you also thinking of the girl on YouTube falling off the table? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: God. Oh, I actually have, like, a little teary. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Triple H is, like, distracted by Stephanie's tumble. And Booker T takes advantage, gets Triple H at a pin, and wins the match. And Triple H is irrationally mad at this match that did not matter. I know. He's
1: <laughs> real mad about it, too.
0: He's literally shaking, which concerns me. Yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> Like if like they show a shot of him and his like cheeks are like puffed out and there's like saliva coming out of his mouth, not the hit band. So like (laughs) (laughs) I could have been a superstar. (laughs) So Stephanie is like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Triple H is just like pissed. They head to the back. Um, Triple H like slams the door in her face and she's like at the door like I'm sorry. And there's like a pause, and she lets out this amazing I love you.
2: <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well that's like after because she was like i'm so sorry and then she gets so mad at the door getting slayer she just like beats the door yeah down before the nice little i love you is- she's like do you want me to tell you about christ
0: like, the door. do you want to build a snowman <laughs> and, um, triple h opens the door Hands her her duffel bag of backstage passes and slams (laughs) it shut again. And she's just like screaming, I really like, I was trying to help!
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying to help you! (laughs) I was only trying to help you! I was only trying to help you!
0: So, oh, it's like, glorious! It would have been amazing if like someone just like opened their door at the other end of the hallway and like peeked out. I was like, Oop, "Nope, not my segment." <laughs> what if <it> was Christian? <laughs> Christian, is this my segment? <laughs> oh nope. No. <laughs> Sorry,
1: <laughs> but no lie. This was brilliantly acted by I, Stephanie. It was
0: so. It really is. I wish people who like didn't watch wrestling. Like at this time, like, knew how good she Well, I hope people who didn't are listening to this podcast go back and check it out. Um, cause it was such, it was, she was so good at stuff like this.
1: So good. And like, all of her character choices were on point. And it oh, was, yeah. It was the soap opera that you needed for professional wrestling.
0: For real. For real. She brought it and like, she really delivered and dedicated, um, I wonder what, like, I really want to know what she was, like, watching to <laughs>
1: inspire her to do this. I know. If we could get one of those WWE rewinds on YouTube of her just watching old clips of herself, I would be so happy.
0: Oh, my God. It'd be amazing. Oh, so I feel like, I feel like they're not. I feel like they're going to, like, try to suppress that because she's, like, business stuff now. And, like, mm-hmm. they try to put, especially some of the stuff that comes up in her interview on SmackDown.
1: Like, oh, the interview on SmackDown.
0: Woof, woof. So, which we will get to in a second. Um, so let's move on to SmackDown. Uh, before that interview, we are seeing referee Jacqueline again. She's putting that license to good use. Um, and she's actually refereeing a match with um, the
1: Undisputed Champion, Chris Jericho, against Taz. Yeah. Like, they actually legitimately made her a referee, which I think is kind of cool. It's so cool. Like, I
0: loved it. Um, and I loved her hair in this match, too. Like, whatever is going on, whoever is doing her hair
1: at this time is killing it. so? Well, I know she was a wrestler prior, but no one ever really gives her credit for being one of the pioneer women's referees.
0: No, it's actually disappointing too, because I feel like, um, I know there are more female referees now, but I wish like, you know, they acknowledged her in some capacity. I know she wasn't doing it super long, but it was a fun little
1: blip of her career. Yeah. Because no one else did it.
0: No, not at all. So, um, so Jackie is refereeing the match. Um, Chris Jericho cheats to win with a low blow. Shaggy's, like, kind of pissed about that. Like, she almost kind of missed. She's like, ah, oh, she caught that. So Jericho's like, raise my arm. And she gets the most aggressive, like, quick raise and throws his arm down.
1: She's mm-hmm. pissed. Like, you felt the fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, now Jericho gets in her face because he's like, that was a little aggressive. Um... You know, I don't know what segment you think this is, but this is not it. <laughs> Q <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Q Christian. <laughs> so he, like, starts, like, shoving her a little bit. Now, Jacqueline, as we've learned, does not take crap as a referee or in general. Or
1: from anybody. Like, as soon <laughs> as she got shoved, it- I can't remember who was on commentary. It was like, well, Jackie's not going to take that.
0: Mm-mm. She is tough enough. So... <laughs> so, Jacqueline shoves him back. And then, like, I love her hand gesture. Like, piss off. Like, I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. Um, which to the world champion.
1: Yeah, That's like, Jacqueline. No nonsense.
0: Oh, I love her so much. Um, such a badass who is so overlooked, I feel like a lot of the time. Uh. so uh, then all the, time. all the yeah yeah uh, a lot of the time all of the time. So Jacqueline grabs her and pulls her down and puts her in the walls of Jericho, which is honestly pretty cool. Like that Jackie's like involved in this interaction with the WWE champion.
1: It's really cool. And then Jericho putting her in the walls of Jericho. What I missed so much in wrestling when it comes to submissions is when people get locked into them, they immediately are, like, writhing in pain. You yeah. That? Like, yes. nowadays, it's a bit more of a fight, like, a, ah, ah. Ah, and then they have to like go for the ropes and then sink it in a little bit deeper. No, like she just got locked in the walls of Jericho. She's immediately tapping out.
0: Immediate pain. Immediate.
1: And I agree with that. I do miss that.
0: It's like almost like they're waiting for like their their Advil or something to wear off. Like 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 so. But she she took it like a champ um, from the champ. Um, So good for Jack. I just wish this would have had some sort of payoff down the road.
1: Yeah, but it's just a thing.
0: Just a thing, but. Awesome to see Jacqueline get that kind of attraction. Um, we love her, um, and yeah. Um, so, also on the show, we are treated to a sit-down interview, um, Jim Ross and Stephanie McMahon, um, and it's intense. It's long. I, I didn't realize this clip would be seven minutes. <laughs> it's like, oh my god!
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a legit women's segment from that era on that was seven minutes long. Um, the only ones I
0: can think of involve Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah, like, besides that, like, I can't really see anyone else getting that long of a set, even, like, in Ring or whatever, like, for years. So, um, so Stephanie is, uh, doing this interview, um, you know, they bring up on Raw, like, the problems we saw, and, you know, she's like, you know, I was trying to help. Mm -hmm. Miscommunication, everything's fine
1: and she answered it with such dignity and grace at the very beginning.
0: She was trained to speak correctly. Like she's, I think she like studied up on some like interviews that like didn't go great like Diane Sawyer and Whitney Houston. She was like I don't want to fall into a trap.
1: Um like I want to see their seats. <laughs> well, like the first couple questions were, you know, pretty legitimate. They just wanted to, you know, JR was asking about you know what happened on monday how she's mm-hmm. feeling after that how the relationship goes and then out of the blue just starts oh. going well what about the rumors of you being in the, or um no, no I don't want to say infidel- uh, the no, infidelity the infidelity I think he
0: said infidelity I think he said what about the rumors of infidelity in your marriage I was like what? what what rumors
1: well as a matter of fact let's talk about your marriage now if we may certainly there's a tremendous amount of rumors that uh, are floating around in the world regarding your marriage and to cut to the chase quite frankly some of them um are about your infidelity i was like this took a turn <laughs> a real quick turn out of left field and cause... from jr
0: the perez hilton of wwe apparently <laughs> so... <laughs> but like
1: what rumors of infidelity was that a previous thing that we... i
0: don't re- i the only thing i could think of is like them The fans chanting slut at her, which is not a credible source... Like, yeah. like, that's about as credible as, like, Rajah.net or whatever, like, rumors <laughs> used to come from. <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> Do you remember when you used to get wrestling rumors from places that were, like, WrestleStuff.blogspot.com? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> there was one, like, tpww.net I used to go to. Like, it's funny, because, like, I was, like, oh, man, like, it was, like, I was like all this, like, wrestling, Georgie's, like, weren't a thing when I was younger. And I was, like, actually, they kind of were. I forgot I went I used to go to these, like, super pop-up-filled websites, like and they had like the galleries of like the girls like in their bikinis that would like load like this like see Francine almost naked like yeah like, 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 like. Oh, Francine <laughs> look who it is Francine <laughs> so, <laughs> um but yeah no it was just like ooh this is this is it's got juicy
1: quick quick and just kind of out of left field for me. I was like, whoa.
0: And Stephanie like kind of looks a little taken aback too, like, by the question. Because I think she, I feel like, you know,
1: Jer, like, threw a curveball or like Ric Flair snuck in some questions maybe? Like... I guess so. But then he goes, well, also, your husband. Oof. Looking like how he does. <gasps> being was, a champion on With the
0: that road. haircut, honey? yeah. <laughs>
1: Like he's pulling women, not the gays. We'd be too
0: (laughs) But like but I love how Stephanie answered the question about Triple H. She's like, no one is better
1: in bed than I am. I was like, oh my god! Miss Stephanie not be able to resist a Cheat
0: on me? My husband would never cheat on me. He doesn't even look at other women. There's there's no other woman as beautiful as I am. And besides that, JR. There's no other woman as sweet or as kind or as loving.
2: And there is certainly no other woman who is as good in bed
1: as I am, JR. Stephanie, what bro? <laughs> What are you talking about? You being in bed? You're supposed to be talking about Connor's cure. Like you, I don't, you have not even
0: busted out the leather booty shorts ring gear yet. What are you talking about, honey?
1: <laughs> she said it and she was real blunt about it. I just That's her next t-shirt.
0: SMH, brains, beauty, and good in bed. (laughs) Good in bed. That damn good in bed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, new game we're going to play on the Golden Era Twitter is we're going to take WWE catchphrases and theme songs and add in bed. I came to play in bed. (laughs) (laughs) I just need a little place. In bed,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so fuck your rules, man. In bed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, I love it. <laughs> so that I mean that line kind of even like her like little eyebrow raise when she said it too. I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, woo. She is sending a message. Um. So then she like um you know jr i don't remember exactly what he says but he says something that like is like oh it sparks an idea in stephanie and she's got an idea that's gonna prove to everyone just how in love and how perfect her marriage to triple h is
1: i can't wait to see how this turns out Cute oh. RuPaul glasses! <laughs> it's
0: gonna be i think it's gonna be interesting i think we're gonna be and for a surprise
1: um she was so cute though when she's like, I'm gonna show everyone JR.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna show everyone in Playboy magazine. <laughs> in bed. <laughs> <sighs> oh my gosh. So Stephanie's got an idea. And th- but this was just like such, it was a juicy segment, like, uh, to be honest.
1: It was juicy. It just i tell you that infidelity comment just caught me so off guard i don't think i've really Uh, been kind of taken aback by a segment that we've covered yet but that one got me it was you know
0: i forgot like that even came up in that like i was like oh oh my god dear god (laughs)
1: like it was like this is inappropriate (laughs) Also, I was just still kind of confused. Like, when did the infidelity happen? Did I miss that storyline? I need
0: to like go back, like, and look. The only thing I can think of is like Kurt Angle. Was which, she? Well, like there was they had that whole storyline where like, well, she they kissed when she was unconscious on the couch. Which yeah, you know, like <laughs>
1: that's not infidelity though. Is it? I mean,
0: well, it depends on what their boundaries are. Yeah, like as a you couple, better be
1: communicative.
0: You know. So I don't – I mean, I don't know what their guidelines are. Um, They haven't publicized that, which I'm surprised with how open Stephanie was in this interview. She did not share.
1: (laughs) We're perfectly fine, JR. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: But, um, yeah, so great segment. Um, Great stuff from Stephanie, as always. Um, Yeah, so also on the show – we get to see Stacey Keebler, who has not been doing much of anything lately, just kind of walking around. Um, know.
1: She went from getting harassed every week to now just doing nothing.
0: I guarantee, like she filed a lengthy complaint to HR, but but I don't think it was that effective. And I think tonight is where it wasn't anymore, because she helped her team um with some interference. And the way she helped them was having William Weagle, she went inside the Weagle. <laughs>
1: William
0: Weagle. W- William Weagle. Weagle. My um, <laughs> <laughs> She went and um, sat on Regal's uh, lap because the Dudleys took on RVD and Edge, who Regal's feuding with one of Edge or RVDs. Um, so Stephanie went and sat on his lap and he put his brass knuckles down her pants <laughs>
1: to I'm... pass along. Yeah, I was real confused by all that. I was like, "What exactly, Stacey? What you doing?" I was like, "I
0: was like, okay." She like went like on his lap. She's like, "Hey, I love British people." Like and like,
1: he's just like, "See my crumpet."
0: (laughs) So yeah, like um, I mean, I feel like there were less inappropriate ways to pass that along. But hey, whatever. If you know, I'm not I'm not gonna judge if she's into it. Mm-hmm. um she didn't look offended so
1: um, she looked happy but I was she still looked happy,
0: happy. and Something. i get i get it the butt plays found. So, so i do get it I, understand <laughs> that. I was a
1: little bit not on board but now it makes so much sense it makes so much sense
0: um <laughs> so but despite her interference her team still loses um i don't i don't know Maybe she should have farted on the knuckles to make it more effective. I don't know. So always like, fart on the knuckles. Always fart on the knuckles. Come on. Also
1: coming to our t-shirt store. <laughs>
0: So, um, yeah, so but it was good to see Stacey doing some uh, interference work. I've missed her getting involved in the Dudley's matches. It's always so fun, Um, except when she's getting abused. But, uh, Um, but yeah, no, but that wraps up this week's um, segments. And not a lot of women's action, but some solid work from Stephanie McMahon Helmsley.
1: It was Um, all about Stephanie this week. This was the women's division.
0: She got all the segments.
1: So good good for Steph this week. Well, clearly it was someone in the writer's room going, Ew, vagina. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Gross.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: yeah. So hopefully next week we will be homophobia free.
1: (laughs) No, we won't. It's WWE (laughs) 2002.
0: Dare to dream. So um, but all right, let's move on to our figure this
1: segment of uh this week. Uh Joey, what figure are we talking about this week? We are talking about Ariel and how this figure does indeed come with a costume. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Um,
0: so Ariel, she had she only had one figure, right? Or did she have two? She only had one. It was
1: I in the ECW line in The ECW line, but it was weird because I figured that they would have made a Kevin Thorne Aerial two pack at some point. Same. But they just made them in the same line of ECW figures.
0: You know, the ECW line as a whole kind of surprised me because they released a lot of people who mm-hmm. like I didn't think like it's like I felt like they weren't putting out a lot of new people at that time. I'm like, oh shit, like they're putting out like all these like new like Kelly got a figure very quick, um, too. Like a <laughs> lot of people on
1: that line. Yeah, that's where I got my Kelly, my Ariel, and my Layla. So, mm. so this Ariel, she has um,
0: this screaming face on her, um, with her vampire fangs out. Um, what I love though, she's got like her teal streak in her hair, which mm-hmm. I didn't think they'd include. Um, I
1: love that. They also put her tattoos on. And they're pretty yeah, detailed, to be that's honest. That's, like,
0: actually very surprising. Like, especially since, like, Jax was way half-assing stuff, like, around this period, I feel like.
1: So. Oh, they were. Because I love my Kelly Kelly figure. I think she's great. But the head scan girl.
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> the beaver face. Um, it is so, pretty beaver face.
0: So, this Ariel's okay, though. like the face. It's, like... It's not amazing, but it's like a little cartoonish, but it's it works.
1: It works. It looks enough like Shelly. I think, yeah. honestly, the most impressive thing on this figure is this corset's gorgeous. The corset's great. You know, I, I, so they used the
0: corset. I feel like a Candace figure had the corset also.
1: No, it was um, a Sherry Martell figure.
0: Sherry? No, Sherry had it too, um, yeah. I think. Yeah, so Sherry had it. And then the Candace in the blue shorts did was, she
1: come with the corset? Or did yeah, because she, just... she,
0: she had the corset, because she was, there's a few Candices. So the, it was the Candice in the outfit from when she won that Battle of Royal in February of 2006. Yeah. Um, so it was like that one. So like, they got some use out of the corset, which was surprising, because I was like, oh, okay. And so I'm glad they got, I think Layla, did Layla have one? No.
1: No, she just came with a skirt, oh, skirt which... which
0: Ariel had at one point too, right?
1: She did have a skirt. My Ariel has since lost her skirt. That's okay. And...
0: The skirt was not great. I won't lie.
1: Well, I don't know about you, but as I, I had this in two thousand two, so I was twelve, and I just tossed all my action figures in a bucket. So those skirts didn't last long. Yeah. No. Like so. Like the
0: skirt was like this, like black skirt, and it was actually like a little frumpy because like it made their like their bodies like look different like mm-hmm. you know like it was it was weird it was like a very thick plastic the skirt but uh, and it, it hit, got
1: some use too it wasn't a lot of figures
0: yeah cherry had it um katie lee had it uh
1: um layla, layla had, had it,
0: had it. Garcia <laughs> See, had it yep a lot of the girls had this skirt i'm surprised actually one of them none of the mickey james like in her like 2006 looks had it oh yeah
1: that's kind of weird actually right
0: um, but they didn't really make a ton of. They only made like one, I think, in her like when she was wearing skirts. Um, I'm
1: trying to think. Oh yeah, it was the it internet was...
0: exclusive one. Yeah, her the rest of them have taint. the pants. Yeah. So like, so it uh, the, it was an interesting, um, it was an interesting skirt. Didn't love the skirt, but the corset, gorgeous, and it was detailed. this one on Ariel too. It has like the like lacy like design on it.
1: Yeah, it's. I can't really tell. It looks like Lace. It also kind of looks like Chainlink a little bit.
0: Oh, kinky. Well, Um, I mean, yeah.
1: Because she's from the Vampire Dungeons.
0: Yes. So it was, honestly, it was a really great figure, and it was nice to see Ariel get the figure treatment. I feel like this came out, like, about a year after she debuted, maybe. So that's pretty, pretty good to, like, get a figure that quickly. Especially for someone who's, like, on ECW and, and, like, basically a non-wrestling role for the most part
1: yeah so. can I tell you what figure though I wish they would have released of her I wanted it so bad Which one? Um, the platform boots that oh. were Spice Girl style yes. and she had like the big um, pigtails off to the yes. side oh I wanted that so bad as a kid imagine if like
0: Mattel got the rights to make like obscure characters who like aren't necessarily like the most legendary and in demand ones but the ones like diehards would want Yeah, that's the Ariel that they should make
1: I feel they could so do some online exclusives like For that and be like, okay, we're only making a thousand of these. You can pre-order them here.
0: I'm surprised they don't do more of that. Like, here's the thing. I'm just, like, so sick of, like, the same legends and, like, all these lines who, like, I don't really want. Like, yeah. Like, like, the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive is, like, a Sergeant Slaughter
1: ultimate. I'm like, who's... Dying for this. What's like, it? another Sergeant Slaughter? Like, really? Could you imagine if they would have been like, "Oh, we're gonna release some other legends. Here's a bull Vulcan- Like,
0: yeah, for real though. Like, I'm just like, oh, so. But um, Ariel, it's an it's an awesome figure, and like, I just I love the ECW line as a whole because like I was saying, we got a lot of people we didn't see. I wish Trinity had stuck around longer because I would have really loved a Trinity figure. Um. She
1: is one of my, like, greatest what-ifs as far yes. as, like, the women's division.
0: I remember being so excited when they signed her because this was, like, fresh off of her doing, like, a moonsault off a cage in TNA or something, I feel like. Yep. So I was like, oh, awesome. And she was in, like, the FBI. Um
1: And the only thing I could think of was like the iconic um, caution tape look. Yeah,
0: which I think they would have done because they did a few girls in like their bikini contest looks um, at this time. So that was like essentially a contest look. So they could have gotten away with it for sure.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, there's no reason they couldn't have gotten away with it because if you can get away with putting it on television, you can get away with making an action figure. Absolutely.
0: I mean, and like, first of all, we've seen the boobs on these style of figures. So whoever was making them wanted the more risque outfits the better.
1: Oh, I know. That some of the boobs on the figures in this oh, dear jet, God. they're just like even Ariel. They're just uh, like huge. Like I'm like these are large. Did Vicky Guerrero have that mold too with like a shirt under over it? Yeah, she had that mold. Um I've actually got that figure with the orange. with the edge.
0: Did it come with edge? I don't know. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, it came with like the it came with edge and the gray pants, and she had yeah. like, the one shirt on.
0: Yes, oh mean they been, actually did a good job getting a lot of people out before their contract ran out. I feel like.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean,
0: Vicky stuck around for a while. She did. She did well. So, like, b- sorry, by that I mean, like, Jax was losing the contract, like end of two thousand nine. So I feel like they tried to get out like a ton of people. Like towards it, because Vicky, because if that if it was if it was Edge, it's like based off like a two thousand eight era, mm-hmm. so like that must have come out like two thousand nine. If like because usually it's stuff like a year later with them, right. so like I am like that's like actually like great because I they made like a lot of people like who I feel like today would have taken a while, like Katie Lee, Cherry, who I feel like today might not even get one if she. I mean, was around. and they
1: both got two figures. Yeah,
0: like that's pretty awesome, and like I Lillian getting a figure too made me really happy.
1: I, know, um, I still want Lillian's figure. If anybody out there in the internet world knows where to get her cheap, please let me know.
0: If you have it, just tweet, uh, Joey. Kill! you, yeah, baby. Kill, so, <laughs> baby. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, no. Love um this Ariel figure. It is phenomenal. You can probably find one on eBay. Um, I don't know about Mock. I haven't really seen any Mock Mach- And Um, even with the skirt might be even harder.
1: (laughs) The skirt's (laughs) hard, but you can also just on eBay, if you want to look up the diva skirt, you can buy it. to be honest
0: if you want the skirt on it you might be better off getting like black electrical tape and just like
1: (laughs) no lie her without the skirt on still cute with the i like it
0: better without the skirt she's got like these like black little shorts on underneath and like it's still i think like mine i took the skirt off in general just because the corset didn't sit right with the skirt either it was like a weird like it's like they were almost disconnected you know what I mean
1: yeah they didn't sit right and it barely stayed on I think no. the dress that came or the skirt that came with this Ariel or my Layla is what my Cherry's wearing right now because I oh, lost that, her that original works. Skirt.
0: Aww, well that, that works perfectly then
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: so um, definitely check it out it is the ECW series Ariel I'm not sure what series it is but
1: I think know. number two
0: Two, two, yeah, because Kelly was the girl in one,
1: yeah,
0: and Layla was the girl in three.
1: I think, I think so. I'm now curious when Layla came out.
0: She was in the. I didn't Layla have a second one too? Wasn't she in a two pack with the Miz?
1: Um. Yes, I feel like no. She She had a. She was solo. Like she was by herself. No, no. I know
0: she was. Was she? Hold on. Let me hold on. I'm looking it up.
1: I'm looking it up. Live search. If live I'm not search. wrong, wasn't it? No, Kelly was in a pack with Balls Mahoney. Layla, we have the one by herself.
0: Okay, oh, yeah, she did Okay, I, I was right. She has an adrenaline two pack where she has like a weird, different kind of top with The Miz. Because, like, remember, like, they have like that brief thing where like I just remember like they had a segment with the Miz uh, Extreme Expose where like the they were like his managers or something and he's like yeah. let's dance and then they danced to that like weird Marilyn Manson song that was like the theme song for ECW that was like rebel rebel bitch
1: bitch party 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 oh, yeah. yes, like, yeah. I love that
2: song
0: <laughs>
1: I am a motherfucking yeah. <laughs> for the new shit that's the name <laughs> of the song
0: my god <laughs>
1: I love part, that song.
0: A party jam. You can find it on our on Closeted Anthology Volume Three. So...
1: Oh my god, we so need to make that playlist on Spotify. We are
0: making it <laughs> like Closeted Anthology, and it'll be like all the rock songs WWE.
1: Famous.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Well, Joey, where where can people find you for the new shit? oh well joey just dropped off so he was not motherfucking ready um i'll be back in a second but until then guys you can follow me at jake not jacob smith on instagram um and jake isn't jacob on twitter um, for those following along, my name is not Jacob, um, and Joey's back. Joey, <laughs> like you were not motherfucking ready for the new shit. <laughs> I was
1: not. I need to stand up and admit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but where, 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 where can people follow you?
1: You can follow me at Joey underscore Mayberry on Instagram and Twitter, Joey.mayberry on TikTok. Also, check me out every single Saturday on Ring the Bell Live. We talk about women's wrestling on the weekly and every single Thursday on Divas One Hundred and One alongside Tommy per where we talk about the one hundred and one moments that shocked women's wrestling.
0: Yes, loving it. Um, you can also follow our show at Golden Era underscore Pod. We do today in histories, all that fun stuff. Um, and also be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a review. Five stars is the best. It helps us move up in those power rankings.
1: Cruiserweight title time, baby. Woo!
0: We are ready. Um, Joey, anything else? <gasps> Jesus, my Have a golden week. And remember your segment. Everybody get
2: golden.